Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Dr. Meg Hayworth, wellness expert, nutritional celebrity chef, and best-selling author of Get Well Now. Dr. Meg Hayworth offers holistic wellness solutions for abuse survivors with chronic illness. Having overcome more than a dozen illnesses and traumas in her own body, including fibromyalgia, childhood sexual abuse, and brain injuries from a lightning strike, she knows firsthand what it's like to lose your health and what it takes to gain it back. Dr. Meg has authored eight books, hosts a podcast series, speaks, coaches, and consults with clients worldwide to help them get well now. And you're about to listen to a conversation I had with my friend, Dr. Meg Hayworth. Yes, she's healed from so many traumas, ranging from sexual abuse to being struck by lightning. Yep, you heard that right. She's found so many ways to move forward and heal on every level. And she's about to share her profound lessons and healing modalities that she's learned with you. Here's Meg. Okay, so we have Dr. Meg Hayworth today, and we're going to be talking about really how the betrayal of abuse and its connection to illness, how does that all tie together? And Dr. Meg is an absolute expert on that between her own personal experiences and with the the people she works with. She's really, she's been there and back and has so much to share. So welcome, Dr. Meg. Hey, thank you so much for having me here. I'm just such an honor. Oh, well, thank you for taking the time. I, I appreciate it. I know you're really busy. So mm-hmm. let's just get started. You know what? Let's get started with how does, I mean, betrayal affects us on so many different levels. How have you you seen betrayal impact you, whether it's physically, mentally, and emotionally? Let's just start there. Um, oh boy, that's a, that's a big one. I've had uh, my, my personal story became my professional story and what I help other people with. So, um, and the betrayals for me started really early in life, um, with, uh, sexual abuse as a child, um, from multiple people. And, uh, that, that, that has such an impact on the physical body. Um, it did for me particularly and the people that I work with because now I specialize in helping women abuse survivors heal their histories and their health because the two are really one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took a long time for me to understand in my own healing journey um, that uh, it's the physical illness piece wasn't just about the physicality that that is addressed by most medical practitioners, they're always looking for what's wrong with you physically and how do we help that physically. Um, and uh, But it was really the mental, emotional, and spiritual issues that were beneath it all that were the biggest um, uh, thing that unlocked the mystery of my own health. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the big, that's the biggest thing that I see too with my clients is the underneath parts and how we've stored those um, experiences in our bodies, the thoughts, the beliefs, the feelings that get trapped in, in our cellular memory and helping people release that because that's where, uh, that's where the, the gold really is. Because once you release those things from your, your body, from your holistic system, because it's not just your body, you know, it's the, the whole of all of you. Um, uh, then they, uh, then they're gone 
And it's really fascinating to watch how the body heals itself. It knows how to heal itself um, when it's given um, the right emotional um, uh, vibration, I guess, mm-hmm, <laughs> for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Um, and also the right foods because the foods were a huge part of my journey as well. That was Right. And so when, when this was happening back then, what were some of the physical symptoms and what did, did you link it together back then saying, oh, this physical symptom is caused by this or were you too young? What did you make of it back then? Yeah, it was too young to understand what was happening, although it was very interesting. I just had this memory. I hadn't thought about this in many years, but when I was 15, my parents sent me to a um, uh, to be tested for learning disabilities because I was doing so poorly in school, which was you know, actually one of the many side effects of, of the stress I was under. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so they sent me to Georgetown University and had me tested for learning disabilities. And one of the things they put me through was a battery of psychological tests. And I'll never forget the, um, the, uh, the psychologist and the thing that she said to me, (laughs) it was really my first clue of understanding how stress affects the physical body. Mm -hmm. She said to me that if, if you don't get some help for the kind of daily stress that you live in and, and your anxiety and your fear and all of the things that are, that, um, that are the result of, of your uh, in, in home environment and uh, all of that, she said, if you don't get help for that, I predict that by the time you're in your 20s, you're going to have ulcers. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was absolutely 100% right. And I had forgotten about that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like I was sitting there thinking like, Oh my God, I'm going to have ulcers when I'm 20. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Um, they really set in by about 23, 24, 25. I did have uh, gastritis, pre-ulcerous condition of the stomach and irritable bowel syndrome. And, you know, it was in full force by that point. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting. I'm going to stop you there because one of the most common symptoms I see with everybody who takes the, the, you know, we have that quiz to see to what level someone's struggling with post-betrayal syndrome. And there is this collection of physical, mental, and emotional symptoms and gut issues are so common. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I would learn later um, from the archetypal standpoint, what the, um, the stomach and the abdominal area have to do with, and they have to do with personal power, um, emotional, uh, relationships, finances, um, the child self, the adult self, it's just all these mm. different things that started to emerge and help me make sense of the deeper issues of why I had those illnesses. I knew I was spinning in in anxiety all the time. I knew that I was a wreck on the inside mm-hmm. and that the smiling outsides didn't match the inside. I knew all of that, but I didn't understand how it was wearing away at my physical body until, until later. And, you know, and, Think about it. It's hard enough being a teenager. I mean, I remember those yeah. days. I wouldn't want to go back there for anything, oh, God, right? No. And and <laughs> that's so just awkward and uncomfortable and fitting in and in all of that. I mean, that's just that that can cause so much anxiety right there. But how how did you so now put yourself back in that place? Here you are. You're you know you're a teenager. You're going through that 
plus all of this. So what other symptoms did you feel? I mean, did you feel very anxious? Was your home environment not really conducive to like feeling like a safe haven? I mean, what was different about the normal teenage environment for you? Yeah, for me, it did not feel safe. Um, I was afraid most of the time, sort of walking on eggshells, afraid that I would um, upset my parents and make things worse. And, um, you know, my, my parents both had no problem expressing their anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I had a huge problem with it. Um, and that was a big piece of this is that I was turning my anger inside on myself because I didn't think that was an appropriate way to um, to express because I could see the impact it was having on me. And I thought, I don't want to do that to other people. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing it to myself. And I see this over and over again with clients as they end up turning it in on themselves and then making themselves sick, um, not to blame them and not to blame myself. But it's just, as you look at the different pieces of the puzzle, then you can start to see, oh, that's how I, I internalized. You hear this word a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I internalized mm-hmm. this experience. So, um, you know, as a, as a teenager, I, I, I was aware that my environment was affecting me Mm-hmm. Um, significantly. Um, I wasn't aware that it, of the idea that it would create these illnesses in me. Um, like so, I didn't quite make that connection until later. Mm-hmm. And then, so was there a series of events that made you say, oh, I get it. That's why I'm having all of these symptoms. Or was it just time? Was it through this therapist you were working with? What was it that made you realize that? And then what happened? Um, it was a series of events of, um, by the time I was in my late twenties, I had over a dozen illnesses. Um, just one thing after that, like migraine headaches that lasted for weeks and TMJ and, and routinely had ear and throat infections, you know, every, so every year, at least once or twice a year, I was on antibiotics for some kind of infection. Mm -hmm. Um, then um, I had PTSD and depression. The depression was horrible. And so, so many people had no idea because I was always had a big smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, so I had ulcers and irritable bowel syndrome. And and that's just exhausting that. to keep that up too. I mean, it's, it's bad enough. You don't feel well, you're, you know, and here you are putting on this big smile and and there's this incongruency with how you feel and what you're trying to portray. And that, that takes a toll as well. Yeah, absolutely. So all of these things were mounting upon me. So by the time I was in my late 20s, the, the turning point moment for me was very interesting. I was reading a um, an article in the Washingtonian magazine. I'm from D.C. originally, now I live in L.A. And um, I could barely hold up that magazine. I was in so much pain because I also have scoliosis in my upper back. I'd had a ruptured disc in my neck and then the TMJ. So I was just muscular. Uh, in that those terms, I was a wreck. So mm-hmm. um, the, the article was on alternative medicine. And I started reading about chiropractic care. And here I am barely able to hold up this magazine. And I'm thinking about how it could help my then boyfriend who later became my husband. Um, and I thought, wait a minute, I'm thinking about how this can help him with his lower back issues. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and I can't hold up this magazine. I need to start thinking about me. 
What do I need to do for me? And that question and that moment really changed the course of my life because then I decided that I needed to take my healing into my own hands and look at some alternatives that might be able to, or complementary care that might be able to help me actually heal. And it was in making those steps that led me to understanding that, oh, there's a major connection between all of these, you know, the Mm -hmm. adverse childhood experiences I went through and my illnesses. And isn't it so amazing with these, with these wonderful treatments, we only even are willing to look at them when we have nothing to lose, when we've exhausted every other possibility, we've tried everything, nothing has worse has worked. And then we're willing, you know, at that point, it's, it's, it's like, we're finally willing to take a look at that stuff. So what did you try? What did you do? Um, I went to chiropractic first, um, and I was terrified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember my chiropractor sharing with me too, that her first time going, she was terrified. She was so terrified. She took her attorney with her. Oh, wow. <laughs> she ended up becoming a chiropractor. I love that story. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, that's great. You know, cause it changed her life. And then it changed mine because the thing that she did for me too, is she didn't just stop there. She said, Hey, you know, um, there, she's the one who started introducing me to the mind body connection mm-hmm. and understanding that, um, you know, maybe you want to try meditation and maybe you want to try yoga and here's a massage therapist's phone number and here's a nutritionist. And so she got me on the path of looking at my body from this, this holistic place and mm-hmm. also having these practitioners that were top notch. I mean, she really sent me to some of the best in the Washington area Mm-hmm. Um, to help me get well. And it, it happened so rapidly, so much change so fast. What um, did you notice? So so from the moment you could barely hold up the magazine to, to the time that you went to your first, whether it's first chiropractic appointment, it, it, was it then? Was it soon after that? What to Bring us back there and tell us what happened. Yeah, it was soon after. It was um, at first the, the she told me, this is going to hurt. This is going to get worse before it gets better. I just want you to understand that. I'm like, okay. And it did. It hurt like I can't even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was undoing and unwinding all these these ways that my body had held on to so much trauma. And uh, And then the thing that, she sent me to the nutritionist and the nutritionist within a week or two, that was one of the most rapid changes of applying the allergy elimination diet, Mm -hmm. um, which she said, you know, she said 98% of the IBS uh, patients that she saw could reverse that very quickly by eliminating gluten, dairy, sugar, soy, food chemicals, um, Citrus peanuts. I did the whole allergy wow. elimination thing. What was what um, was left? Caffeine, alcohol. <laughs> um, well, you know, it was it was what was left is the entire produce mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Do you see? Like these produce sections are giant, and people aren't taking advantage of them. It's like if you just eat from that as your your main staple, and then you add some whole meats and fish and. Uh, organic 
you know, it's like your body will shift so rapidly. If you and, and you know what? And I'm going to, and I'm going to stop you there because Dr. Meg, everybody is, is an amazing chef also. And she posts these beautiful pictures. And I happened to see um, a photo that you posted yesterday. I think it was on Facebook and it was pears. It was like pears with some sort of some glaze or something on them. And at first I looked at it, it looked like those black and white cookies. And I was like, oh, she found a way to make black and white cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked closer and I saw it was pears and I was like, oh, all right. But I know you found a way to make them delicious. And I think that's it with so many of us. Yeah. It seems so boring because because we don't know what to do with it but but it's those are the foods that are so healing they are and they're so darn good once your palate shifts and that's one of the things that had to happen is you your palate needs to adjust to what real food tastes like because you're so accustomed to eating chemicals most of us and i know i was a junk food junkie i was you know eating mcdonald's regularly mm-hmm. doritos and Twinkies and you know all the yeah. all the the stuff you know that we're told is okay and safe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> making yeah. me so sick. And so, so you so it, you went from so was it the chiropractic and then nutrition and that's when you noticed a big shift. Yeah, the nutrition made a huge shift. Um, the massage therapy made a huge shift. Uh, acupuncture also made a huge shift. So it was just the shifts just kept happening. Um, the more I was open to trying these different modalities mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and working through uh, all of those things. So, so basically, I went through looking at the physical body first mm-hmm. and then went much deeper into the mental, emotional, and spiritual and, com- and understanding that those three things together mm-hmm. um, do the ultimate healing or do the permanent and lasting healing, if that makes sense. Right. No, absolutely. And, you know, you said the magic word and that's willing. You had a willingness to try different things. And I think that's really where the magic is because so, so often we're so tied to a certain modality or, or to, you know, it's just what's familiar, which doesn't mean it's good. It only means it's familiar. And it was in that willingness to say, Hey, you know what? Okay. This is going to get worse before it gets better and to still be willing to do it. And that's, that's where the magic happens. And I say to people so often, you have to be willing to get into that space of being really uncomfortable and not knowing what to expect. But if it's because if you could expect it, it's more of the same. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we're so (laughs) we're so uh, conditioned to avoid um, the discomfort. Mm -hmm. We're constantly seeking comfort. Um, But then we seek it from these sources that we think are bringing us joy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like you know, like wine or the cookies or the, you know, the sugar and the, um, those things. And we think that they're, they're just these little temporary fixes that are actually over time making us incrementally worse. Right. So you mentioned the spiritual too. What kind of, what'd you do there? What was that about? Um, I ended up doing my transpersonal program, um, as a, and 
you know, I love that I get to talk to another doctor of transpersonal psychology. Uh, you are, yeah, and that, it's so fun. And just for everybody who doesn't know, Dr. Meg and I are both are both transpersonal psychologists, and it's just so fun because so often people are saying, "What the heck is a transpersonal psychologist?" So <laughs> yes. we both know what that is, and that's and I explain. I always explain it as it's the psychology of transformation and human potential. I don't know how you explain it, um, but I remember you saying that you were a holistic psychologist, and and that's kind of it, right? I mean, that sums it yeah. up there too. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at the connection between the mind, the body, and the spirit. Um, and uh, the mental, emotional, and spiritual um, are really at the core of the experience. Um, you know, we, we know, one of the things I talk about in my talks is that we know that emotions can make us sick. We say it all the time with, that person makes me sick, or I'm worried sick about, or I'm sick to my stomach. And my life was an example of just mm-hmm. feeling, you know, anxiety running me so much that I felt sick, mm-hmm. literally all the time. Um, and, but, you know, the thing is two emotions can make us well. And it's in the shifting of the emotional, um, by engaging the, the spiritual qualities. And, and this was one of the things that my program really introduced me to was understanding that you have all these wonderful qualities, everybody listening has all of these wonderful qualities that we so often ignore. And they are, they are like the essence of us. You know, so the spiritual is the essence of you. So these qualities are, you know, like loving, gentleness, kindness, caring, compassion, um, peace. You have all of these, these talents and these skills and these abilities that that we're often, you know, we think, oh, well, you know, I have to do this job because it pays the bills. And meanwhile, all of these wonderful skills and talents and abilities that you want to be developing, but you're not developing because you've told yourself that this won't ever make you money. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, then you know, those get left to the wayside and then you feel empty because you're not accessing that part of yourself. Those those innate parts of you, those gifts that you brought into the world. And this is where people, when they access these parts of the self and then they share those things with others around them and then maybe with the world at large, depending on you know, what you're, what's in your heart to do, then you feel, you start, you feel that hole filled up because you've invited that, those spiritual that spiritual part of you, those qualities, mm-hmm. skills, talents, abilities, you've invited that in to be the focus of your journey. And then you get to be in service to others through that, that focus. And, you know, it, from just the people I know, and, and it's been my own experience that we move towards the spiritual when we need to get some answers or we need to make some meaning out of something. And that's where we open ourselves up to it. And and I've found the most joyful, uh, peace, peaceful, loving people who have been through the most, you know, the, the hardest things. And there's like that perspective. Do you think you sort of gravitated towards this or dove into it to the level you did because of what you've been through? Yes. Oh, yes. I came to see, it took, it took a while, but I came to see the all the abuse and, 
and the things that have happened in my life as a gift. Um, even the, the lightning bolts, uh, we haven't mentioned that. I we haven't. Lightning. <laughs> there's no, there's no way I'm getting you off of this conversation, uh, this podcast without talking about that, because, you know, that's just one of the things you can add to your resume there, uh, being struck yeah. by lightning. So t- can you, can you tell us about that? Yeah, it happened uh, four and a half years ago on Venice Beach, California, where we just don't get storms here in Los Angeles, but uh, there was one way out at sea, and I was struck by what's called out-of-the-blue lightning. Um, I was uh, with one of my closest, dearest friends, and we were struck together, and thank God she was there. That really helped both of us to navigate the experience going forward, because nobody knows what what that means. You know, it's another one of those invisible illnesses or uh, injuries that I had where people would look at me and and go, oh my God, you look amazing. I can't believe you were struck. Like like Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be singed or something, Mm. you know, (laughs) like my hair was supposed to be uh, you know, I can't help it. Crazy. I'm picturing those cartoons, you know, when you yeah. see the picture with the hair up in the, the like, right? and some black on your cheeks and that kind of thing. So it's, that's not what happens? <laughs> not in my case. Okay. So, so what, because I don't know anybody other than you who's been struck by lightning. So what, what happens? What does happen when, when you get struck by lightning? Well, everybody has a different experience with it because we're looking at direct current up to uh, a lightning bolt can carry up to a billion volts of electricity. 300 million is about the average lightning bolt, they say. I don't even know how they measure things like this, but Mm -hmm. um, at any rate, uh, so it's this direct current. And for me, what happened was um, it damaged three areas in my brain, um, the nerves and muscles in my legs. So I couldn't walk very far without feeling like I would collapse. Mm -hmm. Um, A disc in my lower back. So, Part of what happens is when the electrical current just seizes up every muscle in the body. So it felt like I was being hit over the head with a heavy metal object, even though mm-hmm. the current entered my foot, my right foot, and then exited out the right side of the top of my head. Whoa. Yeah. So it's, I still struggle every day with something to do with that injury. And, you know, again, people don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not something I talk about all the time. Um, but, uh, so I've had issues with short-term memory and, you know, sometimes even in my speech, like I can't say things as fast as I used to. I can't write as fast as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a constant buzzing going on in my right foot um, from the, where the energy entered in. Um, uh, I get these light, what I call lightning headaches and mm-hmm. um the disc in my lower back gets inflamed. And then I go to the chiropractor, which thankfully that's really helped a lot. So, um, so those things, those are, you know, the, the more, the, the more difficult parts of that experience. But then the other thing, the lightning bolt got me to do, it got me out of the kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. I had been for, for 10 years, I'd been in celebrity kitchens creating diets for specific conditions to keep them healthy on camera and here in in Hollywood. And while I loved that, I was very successful at it. It was very difficult work, um, especially physically. But after the lightning, I couldn't do what I was doing anymore. But I also knew that while I was in the kitchen, I would think to myself, 
how is my PhD not getting used here? Like, mm-hmm. I and that's whole... a lot of work. I know that for sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'd been in private practice um, prior to becoming a chef. And I thought, you know, why is all of this happening? Why am I, I not combining all these things? And so the lightning bolt got me out of the kitchen so that I could combine all of the knowledge and information and understanding about healing the mind, the body, and the soul together to create my program, Get Well Now. Oh, that's, a, that's just so amazing. Now, as far as your friend, did, did she have the same symptoms that you had, the same experience? She didn't have the same experience, and she certainly hasn't had, as, she does have some issues from it still, but not nearly what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that could explain that was I was closer to where the bolt hit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, she was sitting on rubber shoes at the time. I was sitting directly on the wet sand uh, on the beach. Uh, so it, you know, who knows? I, I'm more sensitive. I'd had more water to drink that morning. Mm-hmm. We talked about those things. We looked at all the different things that could have um, exacerbated the lightning. Uh, right. But, you know, there's something, uh, it, it's it's so interesting. But when you think about it, there, there's something so nice about at least going through this with someone because who else would understand this but someone who's gone through it? So on um, so on some level, I hope it was comforting for you. Oh my gosh, it was so comforting. And yeah. one of the coolest things I, I love to talk about, since you're a transpersonal psychologist too, um, is the mystical experiences that she and I both had that were really profound. Um, and that was immediately after we both had this, uh, all the senses were heightened extraordinarily heightened and um we both had this thing where we would look at somebody we'd known for years and years we'd suddenly get an understanding of why they were the way they were and then this great compassion for them on the backside of it we both had the exact same thing happen so it was just sort of like a just a, an intuitive understanding of a, a friend that we mutually knew mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd be like oh i get it now Wow. Oh, and I love you so much. So like a greater understanding, appreciation. And when you think of, you know, God, energy, universe, isn't that what that is? Yeah. 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 Wow. So what do you want to make sure we cover before we wrap up? Oh, gosh. Um, There's so many. I'm thinking, you know, there's the ACE study. Oh, that's a great one too. Yeah. Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, if you have never heard of it, go Google it, look it up, ACE. Um, and it was done in San Diego, Kaiser Permanente. It's ongoing. Um, more than 17,000 people have been tracked for uh, since the mid-90s. Um, and they've seen the uh, effects of um, abuse and, and family dysfunction. Mm-hmm. and how that affects the physical body later on and how it's associated with disease states. And it's only 10 questions, I think? Yeah, 10 question quiz. It's on yeah. my website. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to meghayworth.com. I've got the the, uh, the free giveaways there. One of them is the ACE quiz in mm. um, my free ebook, 10 Steps to Overcoming the Effects of Victimization, and of course, a recipe book. <laughs> oh, wonderful. And I was going to say, where can we find out more about you? But you just said that. So in, in wrapping up, is there anything you want to leave us with to just to, to sum up what we discussed? Yeah, um, I would say 
um, if you have been through um, the experience of betrayal, and we all have, we've all been betrayed by something or some something has let us down or someone, um, that you have the power and the ability, and I, I now refer to it as your lightning power of choice, and you can use that precision of a lightning bolt to choose um, the thing that will help you get to the next level in your healing, in your health, in your wellness. Um, and that we all have that ability and uh, to just to wield that to, to help yourself get well. Oh, wonderful. Dr. Meg, I want to thank you so much. Your living proof that physical, mental, emotional, psychological, spiritual healing is possible. And I just, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. So there's another example of how stress and trauma gets stuck in our bodies unless it's released. And over time, it can create so many physical problems that only gets worse until we find a way to get them out. Unfortunately, it takes being at our wits end and being in horrific pain or completely exhausted when we're willing to take a look at possible options that may work for us, which is exactly what Dr. Meg did and healed from so many challenges she was having. Stay in touch with Dr. Meg by going to meghayworth.com and we'll have all of her information in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. Sometimes it takes that magazine moment, that moment Dr. Meg mentioned where it became obvious that the holistic treatment she thought would be good for her boyfriend, which became her husband, would be something that could help her heal. Those moments are often subtle. So be careful you don't miss or dismiss them. We're always getting messages. So it's important to tune in so we can follow what they're trying to say. Here's not a not so subtle message from me. If you haven't taken the quiz to see to what extent you may be struggling with post-betrayal syndrome, take it. Go to pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz and let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough. Breakthrough.